people don't really understand the value of their independence. They just give it away so quickly and so easily without truly understanding, hold on, wait, I was the one in in power. Mm -hmm. Because without the art and the artists, mm. there's no record label. There's no music business. Exactly. And there's many fights and argues and feuds from the writer's side, the producer's side. But we're just talking about you as an independent artist. As you, you as an independent artist, excuse me. And um, your belief system around labels and what labels mean in the grand scheme of things. What's up, creatives? Welcome to the Rhythm Podcast. I'm your host, Marty J. I'm here with my co-host, Q. What's up, Q? So today, we're going to be talking about the Trillion Dollar Man and who that is and why that is, or why we believe that is, rather. Um, Q, you want to kind of go into maybe some statistics, get people interested in who this person might be? For sure. Um, this person has 50-plus billion streams. Has a net worth of over 150 million. Mm. This artist, male, has surpassed Michael Jackson for the number one song by a solo artist. Uh, he has 38 number ones, 28 mm. solos, and 10 features. And he features a lot. <laughs> He's currently ranked number three on the Forbes highest paid hip hop acts with 75 million pre tax earnings. Mm. And again, May make more. Uh, content <laughs> earnings. Uh, he's reported about $47 million per year, allegedly raking in nearly $1 million per concert. And uh, this gentleman lives in a $100 million home. <laughs> mm. I wonder who that is. Who are we talking about? Who are I we really talking about? I really wonder who that is. <laughs> well... This man, his $100 million home is called the Embassy, and if you know anything about that, we are talking about Drake, Mr. Drake himself, October's very own, OVO, everything. Drizzy Drake Bradges. Aubrey Drake Graham. Yeah, right. <laughs> Certified exactly. lover boy. Mr. Degrassi. He had a lot of <laughs> nicknames, actually. Hmm. That is true. That is true. That is true. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy to get into this and kind of give some value around what um, what independent artists can do, uh, the multitudes of options that are available to them um, in their journey being independent mm -hmm. or looking to sign a deal. Mm -hmm. And we're using this uh, gentleman's name and career journey thus far to demonstrate like the various methods, concepts, and ideas as references as, uh, as reference to what um, artists can do right now. Yes, sir. So let's knock this one out the park, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Where'd you want to start? Where'd you want to start? Let's start with let's start with why we call Drake the trillion dollar man, um, and or his potential to be, right? Right, yes, yes. Wait, where do I start? I'll start from the business angle of why this man could be the trillion dollar man. We're talking about money, right? Okay. Um, but 
I'll, I'll give an example. Why we call Drake the trillion dollar man? Because right now he's in a very healthy position to turn the industry models upside down, mm-hmm. uh, to challenge the status quo. Uh, Drake right now is in a position where he is coming to the end of a contract with the label. Um, and the position that puts him in is a very powerful position because uh, the decision he makes, whether to stay with the label or to go independent, really leaves him in a position where he can sign, like uh, he's just being handed mm-hmm. uh, a black check, mm-hmm. uh, so to say. Um, in order for somebody to keep Drake as an artist, they'll have to put a fair few zeros uh, to keep him as a signed artist. However, him going independent is like legendary mm-hmm. because off the back of that, with the reach that he has, um, we were toying with the sums just based on his Instagram follow- following. Yeah. So if we if he reached out to 10% of his 64 million followers on Instagram and was to put together a Drake only world mm-hmm. and pull those people in and uh provided some sort of valuable offer again that man could make similar to what um Ryan Leslie did cuz Ryan Leslie, Leslie did uh 17,000 copies on his uh Black Mozart album yeah but made 2 million so average number for that is probably People were spending like a hundred and let's just round it, one hundred and twenty, thirty dollars per person that signed up. Mm-hmm. So if Drake, being Drake, was to do something similar, thus the trillion dollar man. Yes, sir. I mean, like you said, him being a free agent, he can demand so much money from a label if he decides to uh, sign back with a label. I mean, pretty much any label would probably take Drake at this point, and yeah. I mean, it's just it, the number is just astronomical of what it can be, and then it just set a new um, standard, pretty much, yeah. uh, for anybody yeah. at his level um, of work or who can achieve that level of work. And you, you want to give a, a few examples of what could happen? Um, what's the potential of things that could that could happen? The ripple effect, I guess. So if Drake, so if Drake goes independent. Um, a lot, there's a lot of good that can come from that, obviously, for a lot of independent artists now. Um, number one, Drake has he has more status, he has the resources, he has the money to put towards some really good campaigns on his own. Um, right. But, but how that's relatable to maybe an up-and-coming artist or someone that's been doing it for a while is if Drake goes independent, it kind of breaks things. It it. it it shows people, it'll show other artists that are signed to labels currently, major artists that are signed to labels currently, it'll show them that, you know what, wait a minute, I don't need y'all. Most of y'all are taking all of my money, <laughs> taking all of Straight my money up. anyway. There's so much money being thrown and tossed around by these labels, um, and half of the time, either the artist doesn't know it or see it or has any control over it. Once you sign that contract, it is what it is, right? So, right. Drake going independent, I'm, I have a feeling he's going to... He's just gonna do some crazy numbers, break some, break some records, even more so. Um, yeah. He has the opportunity to, like you said, develop his own community, which he already has, but just elevate and up and up upgrade on that community, basically by stating things yeah. like or saying things like, "Hey, listen, 
Um, I'm going. I'm you know I'm doing a private concert here. Blah blah blah. Get your <laughs> tickets here. Wherever I tell you to get your tickets from. Right, um, right, right. All of the proceeds go to this or me or <laughs> whatever the case may be and yeah. he can charge whatever he wants for it and it can be a it can be a private thing it can be something where he only allows maybe i don't know he can do a venue and only allow 10,000 people but the, right you know those 10,000 people have to pay i don't know 300 500 dollars no 10,000 or even or, <laughs> yeah or even just or even just that yeah, a dollar. If it's if it's yeah, I'm talking about Drake specifically. But yeah, if it's just you, if you have a if you have a hundred fans and you decide to, you decide to say, you know what, let's uh, I'm gonna do a meet and greet here, or I'm gonna do an event and pose an event here. We can charge one dollar, show up, show love, show everybody else love, be cool, and we're gonna rock it out. I mean, a hundred people at one dollar obviously is only a hundred dollars, but if you do a hundred people at about maybe twenty dollars or ten dollars, it kind of changes the surface of it. And this can be done without any outside source. This is all something you can you have control over. You have control over the venue, you have control over the time, you have control over the amount of people, you have the control over the amount of money. Is this more control? It, it reminds me of uh, it reminds me of a Nipsey mm. uh, when he dropped his album. It was the album was for a hundred dollars. Yep. But it was such a a great sales pitch and play that um, Jay Z was like, "Bro, what you just did is genius. Let me buy ten thousand copies." So there's a hundred oh. bands <laughs> because of how creative you were. So Nipsey literally sold his album and show ticket for a hundred dollars. You mm-hmm. pay a hundred, that's your admission to the show. But also that gives you my album, and that's there's value in that. Who's yeah. gonna turn down a ticket to a show and an album? And an album, especially if they're a stand. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and and, and in that obviously, let's say it's a hundred dollars. So let's say mm-hmm. we got yeah, let's just split fifty fifty. You got fifty fifty percent profit. Yes. It, it's not that difficult. And that's selling the album. That's not streaming numbers. Exactly. Those are sales. And and that man pushed, uh, rest in peace, that man pushed for ownership. He, he that was him, as you're saying with Drake. Mm-hmm. He pointed where all the touch points were for you to support financially. Mm-hmm. Um, let's look at it. Uh, Tory Lanez mm. quoted, um, I don't need anything from a label. Like, he's he's... He doesn't need anything for the label. Like, I, I've got everything I need. I, I've got my camera crew. I've got my PR crew. Like, what are you going to give me that I can't do by myself? By yourself. Yeah. It's a new year. It's 2020. It's, yeah, exactly. It's been a fight for forever. Yeah. Jay-Z wants his masters. <laughs> Beyonce wants her masters. Taylor Swift wants her masters. Um, mm. I guess it's, it's just a topic of ownership. But that's, that's kind of what we're pushing towards. Like, Drake could be in a position of complete ownership. No need to shed a cape with anybody with anyone and and yeah. and like you said and, and just to clarify on that too like that's why that's why we call Drake the trillion dollar man because his potential to have complete ownership and control over his career with no outside source yeah pulling strings or telling him what to do or how to do it or how long he can do it for he has complete control over all of these things and his, and like you said his masters um and it's and him going independent would pretty much just show people and labels just how 
not insignificant, but just how little they're actually needed in today's world with the amount of resources, the amount, the internet, the the amount of freedom, um, and, and, and just the technology that we have at our fingertips and, uh, just what's what's capable for that it'll show how little they're needed back when people didn't have laptops that they can record their entire albums on in their closet of their bedroom or whatever right back when the people didn't have that you had to go to a big time major studio to record anything which means you have to cough up thousands of dollars before anyone has even heard of you yeah and then you do that you record all of that now you have to go and do all this other stuff talk to all these other people it was way more work then. Now someone virtually for free can record an album, mix it, master it, yeah. um, put their PR campaign together, push it out there to social medias, push it out there to these blogs, email some of these podcast playlist owners, whatever, you, whatever it may be. Thanks. And they can do so much more. Pretty much everything the label is going to do, you can do yourself now a days. So Drake going independent um, would just shed a bigger light on that because a lot of people understand this idea of being an independent artist and owning all of your masters. But Drake will shed a bigger light on like, wait a minute, I can be Drake. I can be Beyonce. I can be whoever. Yeah. And just do my own thing. I know how this is done. I know how things get done. I have money. I can, you know, I can have a phone. I have a computer. I can contact people, email people. I can get things done myself, actually. Why am I so dependent on this entity that in a lot of ways isn't really in touch with my culture anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I so dependent on that? Right. Yeah. A lot of people are so stuck in that view of the music industry, the music business, uh, that the labels have put out by saying, Hey, look, we've got Drake. We've got Kanye. We've got Beyonce. We've got, we've got Jay-Z. And pushing that message out that, yeah, in order for us to, in order for you to have the career that you, that you want, you actually need us to give you the final 20, 30%. Or the only way to actually uh, take your career to astronomical levels is to sign with a label. And in actual fact, I know Chance has done a lot of uh, um, uh, deals with Apple and such, but that's an example of saying, okay, well, if I can do this myself and I can send the email and make the calls and get the premiere, well, why is it that I need to sign with the label? Drake is, Drake is doing it. Mm-hmm. And then people can actually start to see the sequence that, that's attached to how you actually build a career. And Drake could really give everybody the one-on-one, even though there's many people out there talking and preaching about independence. Like, people don't really understand the value of their independence. They just give it away so quickly and so easily without truly understanding, hold on, wait, I was the one in in power. Mm-hmm. Because without the art and the artists, mm. there's no record label. There's no music business. Exactly. And there's many fights and argues and feuds from the writer's side, the producer's side. But we're just talking about you as an independent artist. You as an independent artist, excuse me. And um, your belief system around labels. And what labels mean in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah, you you just hit on that point. That's such a big thing. That's just a big statement. We have Cardi B, Bruno Mars, 
this uh-huh. person, that person, da 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 You need us. But if these people went and did their own thing, if Drake goes and does his own thing and the rest of them say, hey, you know what? Can I buy out of mine? Let me buy out right. of mine. Or, all right, you know what? I got one more album. I'm doing this album. I'm going independent too, like Drake. And the more of them that do that, now it's like, wait a minute. I don't need these labels for that. They hold on to these major artists for dear life. life. For dear life. Because they know if these if these artists got wise with the amount of money that they have. Yep. If they got wise and the connections and the resources and they have man, management, lawyers. I mean, come on now. All, all the labels really are, are, it's like a hub. It's like a hub or a middleman right. that takes like way more of a percentage than they probably should. I mean, these people, they are not, they are not creating them. They are not there to create the music. They are not there um, to nurture it in any type of way, They're really. They're there to exploit it. Yeah. They're just there, to, there yeah, to exploit exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. And that is, the main, that is the main point. You do not need them. They need you. If, you. if everyone stopped worrying about labels and everyone just left and did their own thing, these right. companies have nothing to, they have nothing to do. They have no leverage. Yep, in this day and age, for sure. Nothing to give. Literally, they look at, the, and, and even at this point, Majority of people, I think I was watching something where T.I. was saying, you can give me a hot 16, you can freestyle your face off, <laughs> but if you can't show me how you've exploited your own talent and actually garnered a fan base and actually made some good music and have people follow you, then, no, then just don't be spinning in my face. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hit a rap. Because I need to see whether you're actually, whether you know how to convert the art that you have, the gift that you have, into dollar bills or pound signs. Mm-hmm. If you can't do that, that's that's why uh, right now labels are just the hub that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They're just uh, uh, angel investors per se. <laughs> All right, let me see who's out there who's got a really good business idea, mm. project, album, artist, and see how I, how much I can invest, how much how, how much I'm willing to invest into this project so that I can get X return. That's literally <laughs> what they are. If you're looking for that, there's a certain time and space in your journey for that to be like at the forefront of your mind. But there's a lot of artists who are at the beginning trying to do big dog status stuff, and yet you're too good, your pride is too big, your ego is too is too big for you to actually take care of the things that you didn't take care of. Mm. As in, speaking to your fans. Yes, sir. There's so many artists who are like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'd never do that. I'd never do that. So, so you're saying that your music is so good hmm. that you don't have to communicate anything to a potential fan. Hmm. And, and that then inspires this... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to work and put some music out so that a label can sign me. And then they'll do the talking for me and the marketing for me. They'll do the talking and the marketing. And and it's like, listen, bro, we're living in the pandemic right now. Everybody's got to upskill, including you as the musician, because God gave you the gift of art, music, rapping, singing, whatever it is. Uh, You need to do something with that. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, that comes with you having to take on entrepreneurial traits. Sorry, it comes with the territory. Yes, sir. If you wanna, if you wanna, if you wanna pass that off to somebody else, better hope they have your best interests at hand because the label will just be like, "Oh, you want me to take care of that?" 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bet. That's going to cost you 20000 a minute. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. That's just my view on it. Yeah. Or you'll get shelved. Now, and, and, oh. and, and like, here, I want to touch on something, too. I want to, another great point that you brought up, and I hope, like, people really listen to a lot of these points, and especially this one. Right. You, you said that, or you talked about um, exploiting your own talents, something that the label is going to do off rip. But you right. talked about you yourself exploiting your own talent and understanding and how, how to market and monetize yourself, yourself, um, and not relying on something else to do that or just not thinking it's an, it's an important um, investment of your time and energy. You know what's so crazy is a lot of these labels today, um, at least what they used to do is they get this untapped talent and they put a Thanks. whole bunch of money into marketing, campaigning, promotion, this, that, and a third, album, 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 to try to drive them and drive them into people's faces and on the radio and TV screens. And they do this whole yeah. campaign to try to build this artist from, from zero to 100. They yeah. stopped doing that. Why? Well, number one, that's a lot of money. And they might not see that entire return. Um, right. So what they've started doing is going after people who already ha do those things. Exactly. Here's the funny thing about that. If you can already do that stuff yourself, then why are you looking for a label? The only thing that they're going to do is say, hey, great, you already have an entire fan base. You're already getting hundreds of thousands of streams. You're already doing shows. Your face is all already over the internet. Your social media is account is just crazy. Your engagement is crazy. Hey, can we sign you and basically yeah. take a percentage of the money that you make from all of this stuff for four years? And the funny thing is, if you're a savvy artist, that is a great position to be in. Because, mm. again, my independence gives me power. Oh, you oh, you want a little bit in on this? Well, this is how much it's going to cost you. Mm -hmm. These are the terms that I want to, uh, that we want, that I want us to adhere by. And in about four years' time, I want out, but I want a two-year clause where I can exit at that point. Mm -hmm. Most people would be like, oh, my God. I've been on this wheel for a minute. I've been on this treadmill for a minute. I've been on this bike for a minute. Mm. Label just came through. What are the terms? I don't care. Just get them as good yeah. as possible yep. uh, based on what the label says, and I will sign <laughs> the dotted line. I understand. I get it. Crooked partner. Crooked hey. partner. They, they, are, they can be a partner, but like you said, they're already, they're basically grabbing Independent artists. I mean, that is literally what they're doing now. They are grabbing <laughs> artists who are already independent, and they're just trying to get all. They're just just trying to get a piece of that pie. You don't have to give that to them. Yeah. And to be and that's and that just goes into that like that's who that's the people that they are looking for. Those are the artists that they are looking for. You need to already have things going for you already. You need to already look like a gold mine already for them to nice. even be interested. So. What are we talking about here? <laughs> so you're looking for a label to do all of these things for you. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen anymore. That's you're talking about. What, what, what are we? What year are we talking about? 1950, 1960, or something <laughs> like that. That's right. when that was relevant. 
Now, yeah. a label don't give a damn about anything that you're doing unless you look like a gold mine already. So, Thanks. what does that mean? You need to get on. <laughs> you need to get on your shit, and yeah, and do what do what's necessary. And then, at when that moment comes, when it comes, yeah, you can make the decision. Hmm. Do I want to work with this partner or not? Because that's what they are at the end of the day. They are a. There would be a business partner. And yeah. that's about the, as far as it really goes. You can use them for their resources. They use you for your for your um, the amount of income that you can you can generate and yeah. generate. Yeah, and and that, and it, it comes down to to you having a plan. I think mm-hmm. I'm just adding to the point that you said. So if you have a plan which says at some point I want to get signed, mm-hmm. then un, then then take the time to actually understand. Okay, well, what's the sequence? What's step one through six of me getting from uh, day one as an artist? to the actual goal that I want. Do I want to get signed? Why do I want to get signed? What label do I want to get signed to? What kind of deal am I looking for? Do I understand what those deals look like? Do I understand how you get those deals? Do I understand the kind of music I have to to make in order to get those deals? Because there's a lot of debate about, yeah, well, I just want to be me. Mm. And it's like, um, yeah, that, that's, that's all well and good, <laughs> but is there a fan base who just want to be me followers? Who are just just want to be me followers because there's gonna be th- a compromise you need to make musically to cater to the 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 demographic that listens and will support you like the closest to to the closest to the image that you're going for. Mm-hmm. But also, people love uh, familiarity because they want to have some sort of I've, I've heard that before or I've seen that before, and there are anomalies out there mm-hmm. um, like Billie Eilish. Yeah, you know, but equally, you have to actually delve into the kind of fans that you want to be, exactly the kind of person that you need to be, the kind of artist that you need to be, the kind of people that you need around you, which pulls you forward towards an actual goal that that you want. Mm-hmm. Not just well, somebody just put on a challenge. Uh, that must mean I must be doing a challenge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, that artist did X, Y, and Z, so I must do A, B, C. Mm. And it, that's not the way to, to run a business because, unfortunately, independent artists, you are running a small business. Mm-hmm. And a bigger business has come to you to say, hey, we've got some money we can put behind your, uh, your small business. If you let us invest in you, we can actually uh, uh, make you one of us. You can uh, sit at the big table. <laughs> And it's like uh, if you don't understand the, the 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 potential of what that can do for your business, that's why people then start hating on labels mm. because they didn't actually look at the terms. They didn't take it upon themselves to actually understand what what the potential of that deal coming together would do for them. And I think that's a good time now to kind of delve into what what independent artists are doing wrong. I might get a little passionate, bro. So I'm gonna pass this one on to you. <laughs> no, you no, you can get passionate. You can get passionate. I think you have a. I think you have a lot of um, great points on uh, what independent artists are doing wrong. Um, so I'm, I'm 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 definitely gonna give my little two cents, and then I'll definitely pass it on to you. Um, I like the I like the passion. The passion is there, and, and it's there for a reason. That's and that's just what it is. It is your passion. Right, right. You're right. passionate about helping artists and and independent artists and um, up and coming artists, people who want to make a career out of music, want to, you know, uh, yeah. do music full time. It's, you know, 
you're very passionate about that. So one thing that I think... I appreciate that, man. I felt them, that. Oh, yeah. I felt that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Like, it, so here's my two cents on some of the, some of the things. Um, I say mindset is a big thing um, with up-and-coming artists or want to be independent artists and um, all these type of things. I think it's, I think it's mindset. I think they, they aren't, they aren't going into it asking themselves the right questions and what those questions are, you know, may vary um, depending on that um, individual. But I think mindset is a big thing. Also think their belief system and I'm not talking about the religion. <laughs> I'm talking about the belief <laughs> system um, as it pertains to the music industry and their place in it. Um, right. I think that's a big. I think that's a big thing. But uh, if I had to choose something a little more, uh, con- you know, not concrete, but just something um, really to point out here about what they're doing wrong, I think one of the things is this: I know what's best for my career type of mindsets, not letting anyone in, not taking, not taking in outside information, not studying how the music industry works, just going off of how you believe or what you think, um, is needed from you and what you need to do and what you believe. And not, and like, like I said, not taking any outside information, not doing your research and just kind of winging it, I think. And that, that whole concept of, Hey man, Listen, I, you know, I'm just making music and all I need is one, you know, all I need is one song oh, to, you know, and, and there it is. So you never know what song that's going to be. Listen, I just make music, man. I just do what I love. And like I said, you never know, man. All it takes is one song. All it takes is one song. And to me, that's you're winging it. I mean, you're all it takes. All, all it takes is the right numbers and you can win the lottery. I mean, you know, like, Facts. of course. Wow. Well said. Well said. <laughs> Of course, but how many... You you can't manage what you can't measure, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly, exactly. I mean, how many... Do you know how many tickets for the lottery they sell? (laughs) (laughs) They make more money off of selling the tickets than they give away the lottery. (laughs) Printing them. So it's like, it's just, I mean, how many lottery tickets are you going to buy? Thanks. Or are you you going to study the game and understand, like, and try to figure out, wait a minute. How can I do this my how can I do this myself? Why why am I just like winging this here? How 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 can I take this information, gather this information up and make it practical and make it work for me to where I don't have to play the lottery. I just got to put in the work. Yeah. So that's 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 one big long-winded thing of what I have to say about um or what I have to touch on about what artists are independent artists are probably doing wrong. And like okay. I said, it just kind of, it, it goes, it, it stems from that belief and that yeah. mindset. That's my, that's my two cents. There's a lot more, but I really want to <laughs> hear your, um, your, 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 my your, $2. Your, your, your $2 <laughs> on this, because like I said, you're a very passionate individual when it comes down to these things. And I like your points a lot. I love listening to your points. Um, so, uh, Q, what are some mistakes? What are independent artists doing wrong in their career? Um, thank you very much, bro. Um, I think it, it definitely, un, it's underpinned by what the, your leading point around mindset. Like, really, really, it's 80% psychology, 20% mechanics. Let's call it mechanics. Mm. Usually it's biology, but hey. I think um, when, obviously, because we work in the world of, of trying to develop artists, 
Mm-hmm. So we run into a lot of things where people's thinking, going back to the second point you made around beliefs, people's thinking gets in the way of them seeing the potential um, that they are. Mm. Like, you could be um, Drake, Beyonce, but because of your your belief around labels, your belief in yourself, your mindset, uh, it kind of holds you down. Mm. And each person, um, myself and you included, have had to actually have that conversations with, conversation with ourselves to say, well, okay, this is the standard I'm going to uphold myself to. Yes, sir. Uh, these are the people I'm going to get around to make sure that I get over this obstacle. Um, I'm going to actually find the right people to get behind, pause, um, <laughs> so that like, I'm in the correct <laughs> slipstream so it doesn't take me uh, 10 years more than it should to get to my goal. Yes. I'm going to get around the right people who are doing the right things, who are actually getting results so I'm not standing in the queue to buy another lottery ticket or treating my music as a lottery ticket. Mm. Mm. Like, like that, that standard that you have for yourself uh, comes from the following points. Uh, like, where is your focus? <laughs> where is your heart? You say you want to be a, an artist... And yet, if we were to look at your bank account, you, you, you're not spending money where you say you are mm. or where you appear to be. <laughs> so is that I imposter syndrome? Hmm. I'm going to put that aside. I'm not going to go too deep into that Okay. <laughs> but where is your focus? And I'm sure if we were to kind of go through and look at the things that you do day to day, it... It does, it's not synonymous with that goal that you say you have. Mm. Again, this is more like a hermetic teaching, a universal law, mm. a biblical principle. Like this, it, 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 it's uh, us coming away from um, the music and looking at the person themselves and their identity. Mm. And that's what the, the kind of stuff that we delve into as artist developers. We're trying to make you a better person, which makes you d- do better music. Uh, and inevitably get to your goal much quicker than those who remain um, in a in a space where they're okay spinning their wheels, doing a hell of a lot of work, hmm. not going anywhere. So, uh, I guess point two, comparison, which is a dangerous trap. Yes, it is. And this is why we're using Drake as a reference. Find what's relative to your fan base your stream numbers that Drake has done. It's already been done. You have the benefit of having the internet to see what happened. Mm. And then in order for you to replicate and make it your own, just like you do with your music. That's, that's what we're saying, look at Drake. Yes. So you can pull from his journey. Um, again, mindset, belief, vision. Like, what is the actual goal? I'm, I'm, yo, bro. Every time I have a, a conversation with, a, with an artist or a potential client, hmm. that's one of the, the questions that I ask. And the ones that I really get on with are the ones who are like, you know what? Never thought about that. But, and then they go into detail. Or the ones that actually have a vision of what the next six, nine, 12, three, five years looks like. Mm. It, it, it come, like I'm saying, it comes down to you as a human being. What is your goal for health? Yeah, because that's going to tie into the energy that you have and put into your career. Yeah, what is your happiness goal? 
because that all ties into the kind of music that you make. If 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 you get into a bit of a rut, obviously that clogs up the antenna for the creative flow. But if you actually practicing healthy things for yourself as an artist and as a person, you'll be you'll have a writer's block for two days, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're fine. Mm-hmm. Rather than people that go, okay, writer's block. Well, I'm out for six months now. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. I just gotta let it run its course. Hmm. Um, I think one that um, that I dealt with a lot early in my career is oh, man, trying to do everything all the time, all the time. Hmm. <laughs> like you said, I mean, the hamster wheel, ham- the hamster wheel. You're just doing Absolutely. so much, but you you're not actually. You look like you're doing a lot, but you're actually not Facts. doing much of anything. Exactly, you're not really doing anything that counts. You're doing that. You're you're doing the the again Pareto pr- uh, principle. Twenty um, percent of the things that you do count for eighty percent of the results. You're doing the eighty percent mm. and not the actual crucial and important twenty percent. Mm. So you look fantastic. You look like you're going places, <laughs> but you're hurting. Look, man, I've been there. I'm just speaking the truth. Yeah, no, no, exactly. I mean, you're record you're recording twenty songs, thirty songs a day. Facts. But you're just churning them out. You're just churning them out. You're doing you're doing the work of an artist. And then here's the question that hurts. Yo, man, when's your music coming out? Oh, man, you know, Sam, just, you know, trying to figure things. Yeah, you've been trying to figure that out for the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> you got a whole hard drive dedicated just yeah. to unfinished music. Facts. Facts. You're having the, those four-wall arena parties in the studio or in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and your friends are the only ones who are invited. Are the only ones invited? If that, I'm saying this. I'm saying this with love, people. Yes, I'm saying this with love. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. This is this is me. <laughs> like, yeah, <not> yeah. <laughs> Some time ago. So yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I had to have those stern conversations because I have to uphold myself to a certain standard mm. where um, I'm I'm not going to allow little things or things that are small mm. uh, to become big. I'm trying to make sure that I'm above all of these things, and I try and instill that in each client that I work with. So let's let's move on. Uh, we we spoke about mindset. Well, you spoke about mindset and belief. It's kind of everything is like underpinned with those two things. Yes, sir. So the lack of belief and confidence. Mm. Uh, if you don't if you don't believe that you can achieve it, you won't have the confidence. Mm. If you don't set the processes and the measures that help support uh, the growth of your career. Of course, you're going to lack, lack a certain level of belief that is possible and confidence. However, if you get around the right circles, if you get around the right things to do, when those wins come, you actually will actually you actually get the momentum that you need to actually say, hold on, wait, this is possible. Mm. I'm around the people who are actually lifting me up to go, hold on, wait a minute. You, you can do this. That's not a problem. Uh, to the point where some people are so, you, you, you end up having the confidence that's so infectious that people are like, yo... I don't know where you're going. It looks like you're going somewhere. I got some free time. Do you want it? Hmm. I can do X, Y, Z. Do you want that? Or you get in a place where all of a sudden you start to call for, uh, well, you have that experience of, yeah, I need a, uh, a producer who X, Y, and Z. And for some reason, an ad pops up of the person you were just looking for. Hmm. Or a friend says, yo, I just found this producer who's who you were just looking for. Hmm. So... Uh, Oh, here we go. Because people don't like to do this. Neither did I. (laughs) Failing as much as possible, as quick as possible. Mm. I think 
that's something a lot of again yeah like back to the point that I said earlier like everybody wants big dog status <laughs> except doesn't want to do the little dog stuff they just want the image the look exactly like i i came in a game and i was just kendrick lamar level from from the get <laughs> but look at drake like he came in and he got so much criticism for blending this whole 90s R&B emotional singer songwriter type thing because some of us met him as a rapper that's the first introduction i got to drake and then others met him as a singer so the people who met him as a rapper were like bro what, you soft what is this <laughs> and the other people who met him as a singer was like well i like it when he sings better <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's like it's like it's like having a a G-Wagon and a Rolls Royce outside of your house, but then your house is leaning to the side and has cockroaches all around, all, all throughout it. <laughs> it's like you, you just want the image and the look and, the, and, and somewhat of the feel, but meanwhile, you yourself, right. your mindset, your beliefs, your, your belief system, none of that is where it needs to be for any of that stuff to actually make any sense and to correlate well. Right. And like you said, the... the, the, the not wanting to fail, which actually makes me want to talk about um, something I like to call false evidence appearing real. And I got this from um, actually the future, I believe, I was watching a video on that and Chris kind of spoke on it. Um, but false evidence appearing real. Hmm. What is that? Well, let's see. False F evidence E appearing A real R. What does that spell? Fear. Fur. <laughs> well, yes, it does. But <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. But I'm yeah, playing. fear. The fear of failure or the fear of, hey, if I get the help that I need. Yeah. And they actually help me and we get things going in a good way. I fear the consequences of that subconsciously. Why do I fear the consequences of that subconsciously? Because I know that this is now, this needs to now be the new norm. This needs to be the new standard. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. It requires a lot of work. Right. I don't know if I'm really down to do all of that. I mean, if it works, that's great. But what if it what if it, what if it what if it doesn't if it work doesn't? or mm -hmm. or like i said or what if it does and i have to maintain that man am i prepared to maintain that level of excellence mm. yes you are everyone is it just comes down to want to a lot of people a, a, a lot of people like we go back into that just they want the image or whatever but they don't want to do what it takes to actually be there and achieve those things. I, I will talk. I will talk on that uh, on that point. Yeah, too. no, you can go right ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to jump into that. I think fear is a big, big, big motivator, and I think it's what blocks and stops a lot of people. And that can be fear of failure, fear of fear of success, which a lot of people don't think about. Mm. I think that's a big motivator and people's decision making when it comes down to their career in music i think that's a huge motivator yeah I, I'll, I'll make it quick it's it's literally like I, I, we'll see we'll see how this pans out but i i believe that fear is the fear of something in the past repeating itself so as you said somebody could actually 
be afraid of being successful. Mm -hmm. Your actual fear of success Mm -hmm. is the fear of something in the past happening again. And that thing in the past happening again is you uh, succeeded at something and it didn't feel like you succeeded. So the fear of success is actually being like, well, I, I want to go for this goal and then uh, I, I will actually win the goal, uh, get what it is that I, I, I had the desire for and then not actually feel accomplished. <laughs> we'll stop there and get we'll get into oh, that somewhere, yeah. at some point. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we'll definitely we'll jump into, into that. Point. That's a whole nother podcast in itself. Um, Facts. But Facts. to wrap up, I mean, that's pretty much that's pretty much what we're talking about here, guys. And we say Drake. Yeah, but this, I mean, this, this is a lot of people. Obviously, you have, you have your obviously rest in peace. You have your Nipsey hustles. You have your Russ. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you have your, you yeah, have yeah, your Russ Tories. Is a good example, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not just Drake that's doing that. That has the potential of doing these things. There are people that are already kind of doing it. Um, and or well, have Drake is it. the only one who can but make Drake a trillion dollars. Though, Drake bro. is the one. Drake <laughs> is the one that that's probably going to pull in the most. Um, exactly. d- amount of dollars if he keeps doing what he's doing, and he's a he's a he's a you know he's a he's a great artist and he's a as a, he's a freaking genius when it comes down to staying relevant, and that's a that's a whole other conversation itself as well. So, yeah, to wrap up here, guys. I mean, that's pretty much what we're talking about. Um, the trillion dollar man, who we call the trillion dollar man, Mr. Aubrey Drake, or Drake. <laughs> we're talking about him. We're talking about our Russes. We're talking about these people, but we're, 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 we're mainly focusing on Drake because of the potential. If Drake does not want to sign to a label, he does not have to. And yep. the what he has to gain from not signing to a label and what the Thanks. labels have to lose from not getting Drake to sign to any of them mm-hmm. is what we're talking about here. Um, and yeah. like you said, and like you said, uh, most recently, however you need to relate this to your situation and your circumstance with your fan base and your belief and your, 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 your career, you need to do that, you know, and take it with a grain of salt. Obviously we're not, yeah. everyone is Drake, but, you are a very talented artist. You're a beautiful artist. You have beautiful visions. You have wonderful, you have a wonderful personality and you have great fans and you have people that'll back you. And if, and there's a lot of fans out there that you still have yet to know that are wanting to hear your music, that are wanting to hear you speak, talk and get involved. So yeah, they want to hear your message. They want to hear your message. So that's what we're talking about here. Um, and that's what we wanted to dive into the trillion dollar man, Mr. Drake and him going independent and what that can mean for for other independent artists and upcoming artists out there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So once again, this is Marty J. I'm here with Q, the producer. Yes, sir. And this is the Rhythm Podcast. If you want to check us out on Facebook, go ahead and follow our Facebook group, The Rhythm, on Facebook. And also, we uh, we have our little Instagram accounts. You can find me at Marty Brown J on Instagram. You can find me at uh, Q the Producer. That's K Y U underscore the Producer on Instagram. Yes, sir. And until the next episode, this is the Rhythm Podcast. Peace out. Thanks so much for joining us this episode. If you're new to The Rhythm and want to know more about what we do, join our Facebook group called The Rhythm. 
You'll find more content, helpful videos, and a growing community of talented, like-minded individuals like yourselves. The Rhythm Podcast is hosted and produced by Marty J and Q the Producer. This episode was mixed and edited by Q the Producer with intro and outro music by Marty J. If you enjoyed this episode, then do us a favor and rate and review us on iTunes. It's a tremendous help and it lets us know what you like. Thanks again for listening and see you next time.